Welcome to the Ionomics Community Podcast. My name is Mike Pomerantz, and I am your host for today, along with Elmore James. Well, I was standing at the crossroad with my head hung down and crying. Talking about all things ion-related, ionomy-related, ion blockchain, ion coin core. And today it's going to be some airdrops. Uh, we're going to talk a little XDM, one of my favorites. I will shill some atoms. That's shill, not chill. And uh, platform updates and some other stuff. So thank you for listening. You can at me at MPOMY because this is an MPOMY production. Also, MDP underscore ESQ because uh, I used to be a lawyer and I'm not anymore. And. This is not legal advice. This is not financial advice. Go properly compensate some deserving professional if you need that kind of advice. This is for recreational use only on the Ionomics Community Podcast. And my baby not around. It is March 4th, 2020. Yesterday was Super Tuesday. I hope everybody's candidate got uh, everything that they deserved. And we've got airdrops coming up on Friday. That is stupendously exciting. XDM will be distributed to people who own the asset Adams. Or Adam. I'm not sure if it's A-T-O-M and then it's just S apostrophe or if the S needs to be there. But this is one that goes way back before my time in the uh, Ionomy community. It's a legacy asset. It's a ledger item. And it's going to be the second, I guess, token on the Ion blockchain. Because the first, of course, is my dear friend XDM. Talk about XDM in a minute, but the airdrop structure is worth mentioning. It's pretty straightforward, but uh, it's so exciting that the XDM is finally going to be out there for everybody that I do want to just touch on how it's, how it's planning to go. Adams holders are entitled, according to the white paper, to 7,100 XDM which is very cool. Uh, you'll remember there was a pre-sale last year, and I guess about 20,000 of those bad boys got sucked up. A number were burned and taken out of circulation, which means that the value concentration was, it got a little kickstart, got a little goose coming out of the gate. And then the 7,100 that are going to be distributed to Adams will go in... 10 batches and the first batch they're all going to be the same size the first batch i guess is going to be 710 xdm and these are going to be sprinkled around for atoms owners in an amount that's proportional to how many atoms you have compared to the whole atoms supply so if there's some big guy out there who's got you know 25 percent of the atom supply my understanding is that person is going to get 25% of the 710 that are getting 
airdropped, uh, what is it, in two in three days. So those numbers will change, obviously, because I'm expecting, and the shilling is coming, wait for it, wait for it. I'm expecting that people will want some atoms. And, you know, trading of these assets is ongoing at the Ionomy Exchange. I guess... It's not the best name for an asset. I think there's a lot of them out there, like different projects, different crypto that use ATOM as a symbol. And I guess the thing to remember is that the one we're talking about, I mean, I'm sure you probably know this, but to the extent that you spread the word, if there's people you know who may want to get interested, it's the one on the Ionomy platform. It's not one of these other unrelated coins or tokens. So that one, you'll be entitled to distribution of XDM. It'll come out proportionally based on the amount of atoms you have, or based on the, 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 the percentage of the supply that you hold. Some people might get dust. Some people might get a lot. I don't have any atoms. I don't know who has them um, or in what amounts. But the, the deal with this is that every atoms holder is going to get something. Again, it might be a small amount, but... They're all getting XDM. And to the extent that you hold your atoms, you're going to continue to get it in these uh, additional batches. At least I think that's how it works. So I guess let's take just a quick minute and talk about whether we're holding or trying to get atoms. And I mean, I thought of it personally. Like, I know that XDM is a cool asset. I don't know that I have any right to any... Otherwise, maybe I should see if I can get an airdrop by getting some atoms. If that is how you feel, you can go to the market and I'll put the link. This is the shilling part. I'll put the link in the show notes. But if you want to go on the ionomy.com exchange and go into the ion markets, which I think are just atoms and XDM in there right now, I mean, that trading is active, even though these are still ledger items, and you can place your order. At some point on Friday, we're going to determine what time the actual airdrop will occur. I guess it's like a snapshot, but it's going to have to be a moment where we know what everybody's percentage share is. At that time, if you've got an order pending, uh, I think I read this in the newsletter, if you've got an order pending, you're going to get your XDM. So your order is pending for atoms. You're going to get your airdrop amount. But it cuts both ways. If you've got an offer, it's out there. And that gets accepted. And somebody buys your atoms, like at the last minute, and then we take the snapshot or whatever. I mean, you're not getting XDM. The person who bought your atoms is getting XDM. So it goes both ways, but I think the distribution, getting the XDM out there, I know it makes me feel good. And uh, maybe there'll be some interest in the Adams market uh, over the next two days leading up to the announcement of when exactly the airdrop will occur. So airdrops are here, finally, thank goodness. I'll just take two seconds and talk about my dear old XDM as I 
basically repeat every time I do the podcast, I did help to write the white paper. I'm proud of my contribution. It helped me learn about crypto because I was a total noob. I mean, I still am, but the deflationary policy is working to lower the supply number. 80% of every fee. I mean, even to this day, when I read that number, it sounds like it's too large. I always have to go back and check. Is it really 80% of the fee that gets burned? The answer is yes. 80% of the fee gets burned. That puts some nice downward pressure on supply. Plus, there's the whole batch that got burned out of the gate. Plus, it was never going to be any kind of significant supply anyway. It was always limited supply, 71,000. And that number's going down. Now, who cares? Well, there's a utilitarian proposition. And that is anybody, anywhere, anytime can make tokens, can configure tokens on the ION blockchain. That's the ATP protocol. That's going live. That's going to be something that anybody can do. Whether they want to do it for like a game economy or they want to do it for collectibles, whatever you want to do, you can now configure your own tokens without having to create your own blockchain. There's plenty of room on the ION blockchain for everybody's tokens using ATP. Here's the catch. Anybody who wants to do that, and it's something that I believe people are going to want to do, they need to put in a little XDM. And that triggers the fee, that creates the transaction, and that is how deflation occurred. It's going to be a, a, a legitimate value proposition for a utility token that is also you know, a great thing to hold, great store of value. So there's the XDM pitch. Go buy yourself some atoms and get your XDM. Let's shift gears real fast to platform updates because Ionomy is getting a nice little back-end facelift. And I think the migration is actually in progress. If I'm looking at the right newsletter from last week, it is uh, staged. So it's kind of happening like carrying books from one room to another. If you get a new bookshelf, you can't move all the books at once. I guess they're moving uh, piles of books one pile at a time. And looking at the newsletter, it looks like there hasn't been much interruption. Like if I'm telling people to go buy atoms on the exchange, the exchange is working. All the markets are online. Uh, there's something changing where, and this is going to affect me personally and anybody else who has stuff on the platform, uh, deposit addresses are changing. Now, I don't have any automatic uh, deposits pointing to my Ionomy accounts, but if I did, I would have to change them. It's almost like getting a new credit card number. And it looks like hosted master nodes and share nodes are going to be a little wonky for a bit. Uh, payments might be delayed. Anyway, this is all in the newsletter. Throw a link to that in the show notes. Um, but very encouraging to see the rapidity uh, that's going on with these backend updates. It's really stuff that needs to get done. I know there had been some issues. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I hadn't had any issues with my account, but uh, I saw some things on Discord. Hopefully this irons all of that out. Uh, I will just say a few words about the state of the world 
it's been pretty crazy since the last podcast with coronavirus and in particular the effect on both uh, crypto and non-crypto markets. I was sort of interested in, I'm always interested in seeing how the two move together uh, to get a feel for are they, are they more akin to opposites? Do they go together? Like what is the psyche behind market moves in crypto and non-crypto markets? Obviously the psyche with non-crypto has been uh, my, my, my introduction to the stay-at-home economy and everybody's telling everybody, put your money into the stay-at-home economy. It's all about Netflix. So, you know, that's been interesting to learn about. I have to say that when the sell-off first started, I was saddened to see Bitcoin go down with it. Like, everybody's selling everything, everybody's running to cash or whatever. But later... I think like a day or two later, this is before the rate cut, the crypto market went up even while stocks continued to go down. And now with the rate cut, I would have expected crypto to get at least a little bump, but it's kind of sitting there. And um, that is a little disconnected from... I mean, I don't know what the markets are doing today, but that seems like it's been a little disconnected from what's going on. You probably know a lot more about this stuff than I do, but as I learn more, I'm just fascinated by the whole process, by the massive group behavior that we try to you know, look at and predict the future. It's, uh, it's, an, odd, it's an odd art. And I'm impressed with a lot of the people that I've seen reporting on this, I have to say, having watched a little Jim Cramer over the past few days, I was a little disturbed by his, it appeared to be a suggestion that uh, because China does not have a real strong record of human rights protections, just go ahead and start, you know, testing vaccines on people. Like, just see what happens. Because, I mean, he was literally comparing it to the Tuskegee Airmen experiment where soldiers were given syphilis. I guess he's a strange dude. I guess Kramer can say what he wants. He's a little nuts. Also NBC related and not uh, not really financially related was a, a news guy who had himself canceled. He canceled himself. It was uh, Chris Matthews on MSNBC and uh, I, he seems to not have an interest in being politically correct and it has caught up with him. Um, some people listening to this may think, oh, that's bad for the First Amendment or other people may think like, what took so long? I just, uh, it all happened very quickly. I kind of found the guy to be annoying. I didn't realize how vile he had been towards women until I looked into this a little bit. So I'm, happy that that's over, but uh, I, I'm always fascinated by how the media can sometimes become the story. Not that anybody's talking about Jim Cramer and his uh, advocation, advocating Tuskegee Airmen type experiments occur in China, but <clears throat> there goes Chris, Ma Chris Matthews. Adios, amigo. All right, 
that is going to do it for this short episode. There's going to be a lot more coming up with the platform uh, staged migration, which is going on. Uh, we'll talk about the results of that. We'll talk about the results of the airdrops. And um, hopefully that'll be really successful and exciting. And it, with it happening every week, I think that's going to be uh, I think that's going to be a nice little nice little thing for the community. Nice, nice amount of content for me to have something to talk about. All right, but for now, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, remember, this is the Ionomics Community Podcast. My name is Michael Pomerantz. You're listening to Duke Ellington, and we are coming to you as an M-Pommy production. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as legal, financial, or investment advice. Go out and pay someone. Uh, you trust to do that. Um, it's not me. And finally, uh, we'll see you next week on the Ionomics Community Podcast.